you ever have those mornings where you just, I mean, you tell yourself that you're going to do a bunch of things and then you sit and kind of realize that you can't do about half of the things that you want to do. And then you sit in there and you just start compromising with yourself about what you are going to do and what you aren't going to do and how you are going to take care of yourself and how you aren't going to take care of yourself and how a salad sounds good, but so does a breakfast burrito. Yeah. Okay. Mostly, <laughs> mostly like every single morning of being on my period. <laughs> because <laughs> I don't know what it is about me being on my period that makes me want to get a lot of work done. Mm-hmm. But it happens every single time. But then I also have to tell myself, hey, you know, I'm on my period. I should probably chill a little bit with the amount of things that I'm trying to get myself to do because I will... And I've been known to completely overwork myself <laughs> and then go, I don't know why I'm so nauseous and tired and, you know, everything hurts and I don't know what's going on. It's like, well, did you drink enough water today? No, you were focused on, mm-hmm. you know, all the 17 tasks that you gave yourself to get done before lunchtime. <laughs> like, So, yeah, I, I get it. You get to that point where it's like, man, you know, I can't get all those things done. Or I, I do it in the morning or sometimes I'll do it at night where I'll be mad because, like, I'll walk into something and I'll realize, like, oh, man, I wanted to get this, 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 and this done. And I didn't do this. And, oh, man, I said I need to get that done. And then I'll be mad at myself and I'll go, okay, tomorrow I'm going to get this, 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 this. And then mm-hmm. I'll wake up the next day and I go, I don't want to do any of that. <sighs> but if I don't, then tonight I'm going to sit back in here and be mad about it. And I'm going to sit here thinking about all the things that I had to get done. And, oh, my gosh. Just, uh, yeah, you sit there start going, okay, well, I can't do this because it's you know, like this outside. And this has to get done before this because this is being, you know, somebody's depending on me to get this done before this time. And, yep. and so I start, you know, prioritizing. But then I'm getting mad that I'm prioritizing because I just want to get it all done. <laughs> and you're just having an argument silently in your head with yourself while absolutely doing nothing because you're still trying to figure out what you're actually going to get up and do. Yeah, no, I, I understand, and I've I've done that many and, a times. And then you get irritated when somebody else is, like, interrupting you arguing with yourself. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, it's like, <laughs> I sat there, and I was like, like, you're like, hey, good morning, you ready? I'm like, mm, hold on a second. <laughs> like, how do I sit there and tell you, stop, wait a second, because I'm having a fight right now. Me? You know, it's like, no, I, but I don't want to tell you because I don't want you to get on one one part of me side or the other. I want to resolve this without you. I don't need your help in my argument with myself. I just need to be able to finish my argument. So just Aww. give me. It's like, we're so weird. Yeah, we're definitely. just we're just, you know, not <laughs> not normal people. And then. OK, so. I have to ask something because literally this has been something I keep thinking about and I keep wanting to ask you when we're not on the air, but I'm going to ask you when we're on the air because I'm curious as to what your thoughts are and anybody else. What do you think about putting the music? Cause we, we do this in all of our podcasts, right? We, we talk and then we kind of get ourselves into our rhythm. And this is, that's for anybody who doesn't know, that's part of what we're doing right now is we're just getting ourselves to our rhythm, getting ourselves set up. So getting ourselves where our banter is back and forth and our conversation is fluid and, we're just like, okay, because we, when we first start, we're like, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. How do you want to start it? I don't know. How do you want to start? I know it's like, are you ready? Uh, yeah, give me a minute. And then, and it just takes a little bit for us to generally get into a place where we can be where, hey, we're going to talk about this today. Okay. And so we just talk about side things before we get into it, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think about putting the music in after that? Rather than we have it at the very beginning of the podcast, right? Yeah. So I, I just was curious as if there's a 
benefit if, if it makes it more difficult to do that and screw that and I never said that in the first place um I I don't I don't know I feel like I'd have to like hear it and see because I feel like I feel like the the getting the the intro in halfway is a part of like it's a part of the dynamic and mm-hmm. adding music to it, I feel like would interrupt the flow of it being like, you know, with that and going into it and then just going on. Um, and I think it's kind of unique to us. Cause I feel like a lot of people, they start, you know, they start with their music and they get jump right into something. And people that look in, look into things like that for podcasts like that don't like the genuine conversations and things like they're just going in for hearing about something you know whether it's true crime or news or hearing about some conspiracy theory where people sit down with notes in front of them and are actually like talking and and teaching almost about something that's you know going on happened whatever uh but you know we have more of a we're just having you know everybody that's listened that listens to us is basically a friend (laughs) and we're just all having a conversation in a room without them having to interact at all (laughs) like i feel like that's kind of the vibe i feel like the if we had the music during that it might be it might interrupt it a little bit and then also yeah it would take away the uh i'd have to edit the music to it every single time and hope that we hit like a certain amount of time for it so that i had because i would have to time it because even with what we have the music that we have in the beginning and the end is edited out of what the actual whole song clip is. It's right. not just right at the beginning. And it's just like, I'm putting the beginning of the song at the beginning of our podcast and the end of the song at the end of our podcast. It's, it's pulled out from certain parts of the song that I felt like flowed. Right. So I, I don't know. It's, I don't, I don't, I feel like it would make it weird. Okay. That, well, that's why I, I literally, keep meaning to ask and i just always forget it is it is i go to the grocery store and forget that forget that because i've never told anybody or anything like that that i want to get that one little ingredient that i want to go ahead and do until i leave and i go damn it you know type situation it's like and i always like oh yeah after this podcast i've even written it down typed it to myself put it there and and nope just burp so that's why i was curious about that And with that, (laughs) welcome to the Morning Grind on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time by two people who are just trying to disrupt our flow by finding a different flow and making a better flow while our flow is flowing. So, all good. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) So, you got a few national days, you said? Four. Okay. Okay. I don't know what it is about May 2nd or May 3rd. My bad. Yeah, yesterday. Gosh. Today is uh, Wednesday. That's crazy. I know. This this, week's going by too fast. No, they're all starting to go by too fast. This is ridiculous. So, I don't know what it is about May 3rd. I don't know what's so special about this day, but there's a a lot. So, this first one is, it is National Chocolate Custard Day. So, National Chocolate Custard Day on May 3rd each year celebrates a delicious pudding-like dessert enjoyed by many. Pastry chefs and home cooks alike make custards by blending eggs with milk or cream and heating the mixture either on the stove or in the oven. Since custards come in a variety of consistencies, you can choose the one that best fits your dessert preference. For example, they range from a thin liquid-like cream and glaze Mm -hmm. to a firm creme brulee. 
Custard is also a very versatile dessert. When paired with pastries and baked goods, custard can be layered and piped. It also can be the main filling of a pie or a tart. Substitute a frosting with a thick custard between layers of pound cake or create a delightful parfait with custard angel food cake um, with custard angel food cake and custard on the outside. Pipe custard into dainty cupcakes, add a dollop of whipped cream and sprinkles for flair. While chocolate custards are delicious on their own, they also fill eclairs, cream puffs, and donuts too. So to observe Chocolate Custard Day, celebrate by making a fresh chocolate custard. How will you experiment with the chocolate custard? Add it to a tart or pie and serve for dessert. Try both dark and milk chocolate and see which one you prefer. And obviously, share your recipes and your favorite chocolate custard recipes and desserts all over the place. I'm so tired of saying things like that because I really genuinely want to know with most of these what people have tasted and want like mm-hmm. and and like enjoy and like they're you know I want to I want someone to this is my great grandmother's war thing that she go just made to just try to bring some light into our lives during this hard hard time and blah blah I want all of those things because I enjoy trying new things and it's something that I did not do the entirety of my life my life was very basic when it came to food and now I'm at a point where <laughs> I want to taste almost everything under the sun because you know, I I just I I was so deprived of food my entire life. Yeah. Good food didn't exist at all. It was a treat to be able to go over to somebody's house, and it was always so hard because I was a kid. And the biggest thing about having your taste buds defined when you're a kid is that it's so much harder to grow out of that mm-hmm. when you get older. You know, the girls have the most you know colorful palette out of anybody I've ever met because (laughs) you've given them so many different kinds of foods and they enjoy a lot. They're finally getting to that point where they're like, you know what? I'm going to express a couple of things that I don't like. And we had a conversation with them about a couple of things that they don't like. And it's not even like, like my things were like, I didn't like at all ever any red sauce, anything. That was what I called it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hated red sauce. Red sauce is disgusting, terrible, horrible. You you give it to me, I'm not even going to touch it. I didn't eat pizza because I didn't like red sauce. And so it was just like I, I there was so much I would not eat. And now I'm older and I'm like, you know, red sauce, first of all, tomato sauce. Not all sauce that is red comes from tomatoes. Right. And, and not only that, but not all tomato sauces are the same. One of the yeah. things that, you know, we've had in the big way when I when I make tomato sauces and I know that, oh, I'm going to make you like this is because I'm not just blending up tomatoes and shoving them into, you know, a pot mm-hmm. or opening a bunch of cans and shoving them in the pot. I will roast my tomatoes. I will saute my tomatoes. I will char my tomatoes. I bring a depth of flavor to things that I that, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, I add wine. They add wine into something to make it part of the ingredient list where it's like, no, I use it because it has a very specific breakdown that it does to tomatoes where it releases the sugars better to caramelize to allow you to have more of a richness of a tomato. Because, look, tomato sauce is out of cans. You've never seen me just plop that onto a bunch of pot, done onto a bunch of noodles and call that dinner. That's the stuff that people are like, when you're like, oh, I don't like spaghetti. I'm like, no, you don't like plop. <laughs> you don't like a can or a jar flopped onto a bunch of cooked noodles and, you know, be like, here's dinner. Mm-hmm. So that kind of stuff. But custard wise, I will I will say this. And it's funny because I've thought about again, I don't make desserts. It's not just a matter of I don't bake. I don't make desserts in general. Um, but one of my favorite chocolate custards was when I was in Mexico, they made a chocolate flan and a flan is a custard, but they made a chocolate flan. 
So it literally had that caramel topping, that crunch and everything to a chocolate flan. And it was hmm. amazing. So think of it, you know, um, like a, a cross between a creme brulee and, you know, a chocolate custard. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Like a flan, it's just, it was I really good. I don't know if I've had just like chocolate custard. So that's why I'm hmm. like, I, I don't know. I've only had creme brulee a couple of times as it is. Because they had it at the uh, the restaurant right. that's now closed because <laughs> they sucked, but that was that was the first yeah. time that I had it, and then we had it at a uh, the other fancy quote unquote restaurant that's out here, mm-hmm. and both times it was just like you know I like it, but it was just like okay, you know I thought it was gonna be so much more because of how much it's always everywhere, mm-hmm. um, but. Yeah, I don't. I don't think when it comes to to custards, I don't know if I've had a chocolate custard. Uh, I know that I've had custard because I've had cream filled donuts. That's but I exactly don't what like, I was just gonna say. But it's I like, don't like chocolate cream filled donuts. I don't think I've ever gotten one or taken a bite of one. I've always had just regular custard. So, yeah, I don't. I don't know if I've ever had chocolate custard. Okay, but you know. <laughs> yeah guess, life's not over yet yeah i guess we'll have to just make it at some point sometime soon oh no <laughs> all right what's next our second day is national garden meditation day so nice. national garden meditation day annually on may 3rd encourages everyone to take time for oneself and relax working in the garden tending to the plants and flowers or resting quietly on a bench on a beautiful day in the garden are forms of meditation. Both can be restorative to the soul and a refreshing way to be out in nature. Meditation and gardening offer many benefits. When you couple it with the outdoor piece of a garden, you also get to enjoy the benefits nature has to offer, which are fresh air, immediately benefit from being in the fresh air. Audio therapy, natural sounds of the birds, a water fountain, or a breeze through the trees offer a reprisal reprisal mm-hmm. reprisal reprisal uh from the everyday chaos of the television radio and other appliances indoors it eases pain the physical activity of gardening helps to loosen joints and stretch muscles however meditation alone also helps to reduce pain vitamin d a natural dose though limited uh of the sun's bounty keeps us healthy and strong do wear mm-hmm. sunblock or protective wear to reduce your risk of overexposure though and it improves sleep. Rest better by commu- uh, communing with nature. Whether you spend time pulling weeds or focusing your thoughts among the flowers, sleep will come more easily. And it eases anxiety. Worries begin to evaporate as our muscles relax and we take deeper and slower breaths. The exercise of gardening also allows us to forget about our worldly concerns for a while. So to observe National Garden Meditation Day, whether you visit a park, a botanical garden, or sit quietly on the balcony looking out over the trees, spend some time in the garden not hard for me to do (laughs) no either of us honestly because like okay so on sunday when i was done working on the um was done working on the chicken coop and i wanted to get sugar out because i just she's been broody and we've talked about this Mm -hmm. and i'm fairly certain that she hasn't come out since i took her out last time no Um, nikki and i've been have been forcing her to come out and closing it off for a good 15 20 minutes at a time just so that she does eat and drink okay good Cause yeah, I don't, I'm worried about her. <laughs> yeah, no, so am I. Um, but I had her out just basically next to me relaxing mm-hmm. while I was, you know, there <laughs> and I was just looking up and I was just like, and I laughed because I was thinking, and, um, I know you haven't watched Parks and Rec. Um, not all of it, but I've definitely watched a, a few episodes. Okay. Ashley was super into it. Well, there is an episode where, uh, Ron Swanson goes 
and uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Rob Lowe plays his character. Wanted to take him to this yoga place and wanted him to put on yoga pants and go meditate. He's like, no, I'm good. I don't meditate. So the entire time we were at the meditation place, I just stood there, cleared my mind, thought of nothing, and slowed my breathing. It was very relaxing. That was Ron's response. I was like, Ron's response to, I'm not going to meditate was to meditate. <laughs> so, you know, and I I thought about that because I was there just in the backyard just looking up at the trees and looking at the sky past the trees. And all I could think to myself was, bugs have such a bigger world than we do because mm-hmm. our world is pretty much where we can walk, not fly. You know, it's like, I want to go to the top of that tree. Yeah, well, that's great. I'm not willing to climb that. Bugs like, okay, <laughs> you know, type situation. <laughs> and I was just like, okay. And I got up and I was just relaxed. I was like, oh, I just meditated. Damn it. <laughs> so so that was absolutely hilarious. So I just thought that was funny. But yeah, it's, it's I love our garden. I love looking at it and I'm like, OK, I need the sitting stuff so that I can sit and just look at my garden because we don't have enough spots to sit yeah. in our garden. They're just designed for sitting. I was thinking about grabbing the chairs that we had on the porch and just bringing them down there with the little table because I have enough mm. space inside of the garden the front garden to put anything on either side it i just you know i don't want to disrupt anybody else's ideas or anything but i i kept thinking about it because i was like yeah i'll go out there and i'll be working and i want to like take a seat and just exist and be like man i'm doing this (laughs) but i don't have anywhere to sit so then i just go okay i'll just stand here (laughs) so but no i get it yeah i'm I keep I I'm excited for for you to have that that table built because mm-hmm. yeah I I'm looking forward to making the girls do homework outside because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah they need it a lot sometimes they just need to sit outside so but anyways <laughs> so our next day mm-hmm. is National Skilled Trades Day all right the first Wednesday in May educates us about National Skilled Trades Day. Across the nation, many businesses require highly skilled workers to fill a multitude of trades in the healthcare, construction, manufacturing, uh, industry, and service categories. Learn learning trades in a variety of fields, from machinery and construction to medical and beauty. Whether you're interested in being a chef or mechanic, working as as a medical de- a medical coder, or helping others as an emergency medical technician, a nursing aide, or a vet tech, choices are available. There are more jobs than workers, too, and the trend will continue for the next couple of decades. Therefore, National Skilled Trades Day is important today and in the future. Baby boomers retire faster than companies can fill jobs, uh, op- job openings, increasing the demand for skilled workers. Pair the drastic costs of a college degree making education unattainable for many, and a skilled trade becomes a smart alternative. Those in skilled trades often often only need a, certi- a certification to start their career, mm-hmm. which means they can begin earning with little to no debt from education. Our society has a hard time accepting the skilled trades route as a valuable career path. National Skilled Trades Day aims to raise awareness and help show America the value of skilled trades. If we are going to create growth in our country, we must celebrate the critical jobs that fall under skilled trades. It's rewarding to roll up your sleeves and put in an honest day's work. In the skilled trades, you can have a career that offers excellent pay, benefits, health care, and more. Whether working in the heating and cooling ventilation industry or cutting hair, skilled trades occupations won't be replaced by machines or outsourced. They are in higher demand than ever before. The skilled trades community holds the country together. We call these very people to fix our cars, install new toilets, build our homes, take our blood, and make sure our pets are healthy. So on the first Wednesday of May, celebrate those in the skilled trades. It's a true labor of love. So to observe National Skilled Trades Day, 
get the word out about the need for skilled trades workers and the benefits of learning a trade. Skilled trades are the college alternative. Get the word out about the need for skilled trades workers and the benefit of learning a trade. Contact local radio and television stations and newspapers. The community needs to hear if you, as a business, are looking for trades workers. Um, if you're in a skilled trade, share your trade with somebody you know. Post about it on social media. Volunteer to speak at a career fair. And then if you see someone in a uniform, be sure to thank them. You know, I never looked down at skilled trade workers. Yeah. I just knew it wasn't going to be where my I excelled best, right? And, like, I don't do plumbing. I don't do electrical. Those are skilled trade work. I, I don't even do cement, but I'm, learn, I'm trying to learn all these things. But I do um, absolutely handle carpentry, you know? So it's like building things, woodworking, things like that. You know, those are the kinds of things that I do. But I always find it funny that, you know, like, oh, well, this person became a skilled trade worker because they couldn't afford college. Like, no, I'm, I'm just glad that you did it you know it's yeah. like i'm i'm grateful for the people that take down my trees i'm yeah. grateful for the people who make my pipes not spray water so hard that it creates an excavation <laughs> you know in in under my house i'm grateful for all of these things it's it's you know good give give skilled trade workers a day give truckers a day give you know that because without them and you want to know what i honestly think i think that these people like all of uh, like skilled trade workers, truckers and farmers, if they got together, they change the entire world. Yeah. Create a political party just made up of those for those and by those. And that's a group that won't be but won't be owned by unions, won't be owned by any special interest, because those are people who know what it is to actually work for a living. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just like, I would love that because, yeah, I'm grateful. I am very grateful. Thank you. Y'all. Keep me in my house and keep my house from, you know, setting me on fire. So anyway, so what's our last day? It is World Press Freedom Day. Nice. The First Amendment. Every year, May 3rd is when the world celebrates the fundamental principles of press freedom. It's a day to evaluate press freedom around the world, to defend the media from attacks on their independence, and to pay tribute to journalists who have lost their lives in the exercise of their profession. At the core of the date is is a reminder that it can be suicide to become a journalist. Publications and the people who work with them are harassed, attacked, and murdered. Publications are censored, fined, and closed down. It is an opportunity to celebrate the fundamental principles of press freedom, assess the state of press freedom throughout the world, defend the media from attacks on their independence, and pay tribute to journalists who have lost their lives in the line of duty. In the United States, over the last 15 years, the number of reporters, editors, photographers, and other U.S. newsroom employees fell by 45%. It's expected that more newsrooms will follow suit as news businesses, as news business models continue to be in flux. There are now some 1,500 ghost papers where skeleton staffs are offering little to no local news coverage. And in some places, access to news has dried up entirely. More than 1,400 communities across the country lost a newspaper over this period. So to observe World Press Freedom Day, visit the World Press, uh, uh, visit the Press Freedom Day website online. Use your local newspaper to express yourself. Write a letter to the, letter to the editor on something that you feel strongly about. Um, read George Orwell's 1984, Aldous Huxley's Brave New World, Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451, all of which picture a society without a free press. I really appreciate a free press. We've, we've, we've been 
talking about that a lot. Like, uh-huh. like you want to talk about what you what we started watching downstairs, and you're like, what the hell? You never even heard any of this stuff was going on, right? Yeah. So watching Al Jazeera English, and you're learning about all of this. And one of the things that we learned about was a whole bunch of journalists that were literally being imprisoned in Russia, in Africa, in Europe, all over the Middle East. That it's it's a big thing. We do it here in the U.S. Yep. You know, it's it baffles me that people that we should celebrate for you know exposing lies and exposing corruption but now they're in prison or hiding fear for their lives and all these other things and you just sit there and go wow i for one am very grateful for people who who want to get the truth out there yeah because you know that it is the truth that you're getting out there because nobody wants you to report it yep you know russia uh, just this last weekend for the first time since the Cold War, an American journalist, doesn't matter who they're with, an American journalist was arrested and detained for, quote unquote, spying for reporting information back to the U.S. See, and that's that's it's things like, you know, hearing about all the stuff that's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. It's part of the reason why. Like if you if you're so like blind to see and think the whole oh my government is you know looking out for me BS that they're spouting out right now, literally that is why I appreciate having TikTok. You know I sent you a couple mm-hmm. of things um because they're things that I would have never seen or found had people not been posting them on TikTok and I'm tired of seeing comments that are like oh yeah see something on TikTok and just believe it's true. Because I'm like, TikTok is becoming more and more of a news source yep. for people than anything else. Because half the things that I'm seeing on TikTok, stories and documentaries and things and, and leaked, you know, government documents yeah. that weren't supposed to be anywhere because, you know, something like that happens. And then they go around and immediately start wiping it from everywhere. Could, yeah. I found it on TikTok. It was right there, and they're disguising things and li- making things look one way when they're actually another, and that is why they want to get rid of it. Yep. Because they can't control it. People can post the same thing that they post on TikTok that gets 100 million whatever views on Facebook and have it be flagged for misinformation. Mm-hmm. Oh, or yeah. On, on you're banned because you repeatedly keep you know posting misinformation about this said subject yep. on five different groups because, you know... I understand that's a news story that's relevant to right now, but you're not allowed to post about that. And just, it's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous that this has become our world and people are fine with it. Mm-hmm. I don't care if CNN or Fox or whoever is out there decide they want to just talk about things that are completely irrelevant, lie about every single story well, that yeah. they put out on Why the Why is on the it internet. okay that our White House can lie to us, but the news can't? Like, yeah, it's what, just why why is it no and, and I don't say that like the news is lying to us. No. I'm saying that in in the fact that freedom okay, of press. Do you know and this drove me crazy what Miss St. Pierre said today at a White House briefing? No. Current administra under the current administration, illegal immigration is down by ninety percent. What? Everybody roasted her and destroyed her. And you know what happened? You know what the White House did? Nothing. They're spinning it to, you know, well, it's it's more like you know, it was a flat out lie. Why, why, why isn't she censored? Why was that allowed to be on Twitter? Why was that allowed to be? Oh, that's right. Because it's not censored. Mm-hmm. So when it's not us censoring them, it's okay. When it's them censoring us you know 
it's okay because our it's not that it's misinformation which it's even that then my biggest problem that i have with it is we're flagging things and taking things down for misinformation why is it mm-hmm. your responsibility to take down misinformation well here, here's you, the thing because we want people to have you know a an equal opportunity to go out and and use the internet and be able to learn so why don't we teach them how to find proper information then why are we why are we trying to take everything else away instead of just teaching people how to think for themselves? Why why aren't we taking away the fact that we know the earth is round? Mm-hmm. There all the all the empirical evidence points to the earth being round, right? Mhm. So, why aren't we taking down everybody who says the earth is flat? Wait, why aren't we taking down <laughs> everybody who says that birds aren't real? <laughs> why aren't we taking down everybody who says that the earth is hollow? Why aren't we taking down everybody who, you know, there's so many different things. I can go to it, but I can go back to the first one, that the earth is flat, right? Mm. Why aren't we taking that down? Because freedom. Oh, (laughs) but if we speak out against our government. Well, that has to be taken down because, no, freedom until I don't like what you said. (laughs) And when your government can take down what you say because they don't like it. That's when your freedom is gone. And just so everybody understands, the Restrict Act hasn't disappeared. It's still sitting there. They're still trying to modify it to vote it to get it to pass the House and then get it to the Senate and get the the president to sign for it. Who could literally at any point executive order sign this thing mm-hmm. and wants to. They would look, I don't want TikTok gone for one big reason, one big reason only. Because it lets information get out there so people think. And that's what it's supposed to be. Philosophers, the philosophy age, the age of philosophy. What was so great about that that time of, of our life, of our world, of our history, was that people could come up with the most crazy ass, you know, theories that they wanted. And nobody stopped them. Nobody's stopping people from the lizard people conspiracy. Nobody's stopping people from the Illuminati conspiracy. Nobody's stopping people from, you know, saying whether or not dinosaurs are alive today and are ruling our world and aliens are are in the White House and blah, blah, blah. Nobody's stopping that. But if you sit there and say, hey, you know what? Maybe this special interest paid for. Uh, jab is not the best idea. <gasps> you are a horrible person. We need to get rid of you and get rid of you now. Mm-hmm. What? I'm sorry. In the U.S., we have a Constitution. And the first, the first Amendment of the Constitution, you know what we have? Freedom of speech and freedom of the press. What? But it's violated every day. Mm-hmm. How is this okay? So... <sighs> it's it's very frustrating, and we're not fighting for it, and we need to be fighting for it. With all that said... Don't forget to hit that follow button on whatever you're listening from. Like our podcast page on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all of that in our link, to, link tree in the description, and be sure to give our website a visit. Which would be stupidpodcastsoneverything.com. And, and be sure to join us this afternoon, because we are going to be talking more about all of those things, oh, because it right. is our economics day. That's right. So please tune in, because we both are going to have things to talk about. Yeah, in a big <laughs> way. Holy crud. That's right. Yes, join us. All right. Till then, peace out with your peace out. Bye.